You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the Coronavirus Sessions, where our temporary mission is to save as many businesses and jobs as possible by sharing how your fellow business owners and professionals are navigating the impact of COVID-19. I am your host, Colin Austin, and my co-host is Michael Dees. Yeah, perfect intro one. <laughs> You're back on a streak. <laughs> back, back on a streak. I always mess that up somewhere. Uh, dude, it's, 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 all, it's a handful, man, but I want to make sure that we're communicating to everybody. So oh, You got it, man. That was good. Man, we're going to get in, right into this episode, but before we do, let me go ahead and thank our incredible sponsors, you guys. Uh, this episode is being brought to you by Leonardo's Millhopper. Uh, you guys, I've got so much appreciation for Kyle and the team at Leonardo's. It's been, it's just been awesome to watch these guys and everything that they're doing for the community during these times. I mean, whether it's, you know, delivering pizzas to the hospitals and, and, and by the way, like a lot of customers who have, re- I don't know if I told you this, Michael, but a lot of customers have been reaching out to them and paying for these pies to be delivered to the hospitals and, and even other businesses too. Um, uh, you know, but whether it's that or making making kids' dreams come true, did you see this thing with this kid Aiden? No, I missed that. All right, so this this kid Aiden, he wanted he wanted uh, to take his birthday money that he received and buy food for like the first responders and stuff at the hospital, and so they he was gonna buy like Leonardo's Millhopper pizza and have it delivered, you know, and 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 take it to the hospital that kind of thing, uh, but. Like Kyle and Charles and the team over at Leonardo's Millhopper made it this whole experience and brought Aiden in. Aiden got to like make the pies. They're all masked up. They're in the kitchen. They're making the pizza pies. And then they like take them to the first responders. And he did this all with his own personal money. And of course, like Millhoppers didn't take his money. You know, like they they just ended up donating. But but it was this like whole – you know, just experience for this kid, Aiden, and I just like love that kid's heart, man. It was it was really really cool. But anyway, I, uh, it, it got on the news and everything else. So happy birthday to Aiden! I know this is coming out a few weeks after your birthday, but happy birthday, man! And and thanks, uh, Mill Hoppers Pizza, for your dedication to the community. Just absolutely uh, love that, and and it was just a really really cool story. So mad props to Kyle, Charles, and team over there at Leonardo's Millhopper. You guys support them. Buy their pizza pies. Just go to leonardosmillhopper.com and order. And uh, that, that's the, that's an easy way to get it done, baby. So, but definitely support them. And of course, guys, got to remind everybody, the roads are not closed right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, definitely, if you, if you need to upgrade from your 50cc scooter to a Harley-Davidson motorcycle, make sure you do so with our friends over at Gainesville Harley-Davidson. Uh, these are guys that uh, we have such an incredible relationship with and are just super honored to have them as, as a sponsor. Um, they've definitely wanted us to let everybody know that they've really stepped up, you know, their, their cleaning routine during this time. I know a lot of people are always kind of concerned with that, you know, in the showroom, that kind of stuff. Um, they have a frequent cleaning routine to help the staff and customers stay healthy and uh, even have options for pickup and drop off. If you if your motorcycle needs to be picked up or, delivered like they're accommodating accommodating those needs as well but you know definitely uh you know when you're ready to get that harley davidson go to none other than gainesville harley reach out to emily over there she was recently on the show that was a great episode uh 
reach out to her at M, that's just E-M, at GainesvilleHarley.com or contact them at 352-331-6363. And when you're over there, make sure you tell my boy Kevin that you say hello. Yeah? That's right. <laughs> love Kevin. Love, love Kevin. Dude, and they're like, I don't know if you guys are, I mean, we talked about it. Like, they just opened up the Tallahassee location. I'm like, man, that's something that would kind of happen to me too, is like trying to open up a, another location in the middle of a, in a, in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic. pandemic like let's go yeah. let's do this <laughs> but uh now nah, good luck to them on that and uh you guys of course i know got a little long-winded on this one but i want to give so much love to these sponsors because they make this show happen so thank you to all of our sponsors for supporting us and let's get into today's episode with my man alice quintero of gnv entertainment what is up man how are you <laughs> I'm super excited to be here. Obviously, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm hanging out on the beach here, trying to social distance as best as I can, stay safe for everyone. Um, I, I love it. Yeah, right. It is paradise out here. It's pretty nice. Yeah, we where should, are you at? It's my secret spot, actually, so I don't want to let anyone oh, know. Oh, you don't want to let anybody right. know. Exactly. We might have to start breaking that six feet rule then, and that's never good. So, <laughs> okay. uh, you, you don't have to wear a mask there. Exactly. I'm not a fan of that either way, so. The days of uh, Zoom backgrounds are fantastic, y'all. I'm just, I'm just saying right now. I've, I've been in my dealership. I've been in the studio. I've sure. been behind. I've been in front of rolls of toilet paper and so much at this point. It's. Uh, I've done so many of these Zoom calls and Zoom meetings over the past couple of weeks that have been, you know, if for me, if for no one else, just trying to vary it up, keep some level of sanity. So I'm not yeah. looking at the same, uh, same background every time, of course, but. Yeah. So Alex, tell everybody who might not know about you and your business, just give us the short version of what you, you know, who you are, what you guys do, and then we're going to dive into some of this coronavirus stuff. Sure. Coronavirus is the, the only topic right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> not, well, yesterday we talked about, uh, we talked about snake shipping, breeding. shipping snakes via oh, FedEx. Wow. Uh, and I accidentally went down that snake hole. I was going to say rabbit hole, but we went down that <laughs> snake hole. And uh, yeah, I mean, really, we can go anywhere with this, but sure. we're definitely we're definitely trying to help everybody uh, navigate, you know, navigate these times and and just try to keep as many businesses alive as possible, man. So we def- definitely want to touch on it. But I'm I'm ready to do whatever, man. This is our show. We got sure. so much freedom. We can do whatever. <laughs> People don't want to listen. All right, exactly. let's talk them. Your rules, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I love about it. So, uh, my name is Alex Quintero, for those who don't know. Um, I own Gainesville Entertainment, which is GNV Entertainment. Uh, funny enough, there's I started calling it GNV Entertainment, and it, Gainesville Entertainment kind of became an acquired name because everyone just started calling us Gainesville Entertainment. So, I was like, hey, let's roll with it, right? Uh, what the people like, let's, let's give them that. So, uh, we do two things, basically, is I try to entertain and empower the Gainesville community. And the way we do that is by really targeted events and entertainment. So, we do trivia shows, karaoke shows. Um, things that really give people a really good time, you know, a relief from the craziness that is their standard lives, uh, give people a chance to get on the, on the mic and, and rock out with karaoke shows, you know, trivia shows. Um, and then also try to work with our thriving artist community. So DJs, musicians, actual artists um, that are in Gainesville and working really hard, try to be a resource for them. So uh, kind of work as a liaison between them and the various event venues, um, as a management sort of thing and uh, that sort of thing. So basically kind of the tagline on the business is Gainesville Entertainment to entertain and empower. Yeah, so I have to imagine that 
this thing has had quite an impact on you because I'm telling you every, every other event based business that we've talked to or entertainer, you know, has, has felt the, the impact of this probably more than anybody. Um, sure. I, I honestly can't think of another industry that's been impacted as much as the entertainment, you know, event business. Um, so, I mean, what were some of the first initial impacts? Like, like what, you know, when this thing started going down really like early March, you know, it was, it was March 17th. I remember okay. St. Patrick's day, which obviously, you know, we, we do a numerous amount of the like nightclub entertainment around here and bars and restaurants. The social is one of my huge clients, for example. So I remember just, I'm in my apartment and I'm sitting and I'm waiting by my phone on St. Patrick's day because like we were lined up to do some events and then the call started coming in at 11 AM. And then that's when I knew it was, it was, you know, game over pretty much. But uh, luckily because I kind of saw it coming and everything. I had already worked on starting the virtual sort of things and the live streams that I'm sure you've seen literally everyone been doing and all that. So uh, it, I would lucked out that it didn't hit me, I guess, as hard as it could have if, you know, I completely didn't see it coming. But I have a numerous amount of friends in the event industry. You know, all my clients in the restaurant industry as well have been just completely shut down by this thing. So definitely my heart goes out for them. Yeah. So, I mean... Talk to me. So with these virtual events and stuff that I've seen you doing, I mean, like, are you guys, like, have you been able to like, like make money on it? Right now it's more of a staying relevant sort of thing. And uh, like I said, it is a big part of what I wanted my company to be when I started it and everything. And I've been a DJ my whole life. I mean, performing in some capacity, I play guitar as well. So I had a really hard time starting my own kind of artist career and getting it going. And at a certain point I said, you know, let's DJ Hondro wasn't going to be a thing, I guess. Right. So let's go ahead and try to switch over to the business. Um, But with the live streams and with everything we do, we just try to make sure that the artists I'm working with, the DJs, I have a numerous amount of talented DJs on my team to try to give them a platform. So that's been the main thing right now. Um, We're doing a whole series zooming in on the artists that we work in, the DJs that we work with, uh, allowing them to kind of show off themselves. So hopefully on the other end of this thing, we'll have a bunch of content that we can then take and use to, you know, uh, promote ourselves down the line and be able to get even more shows. So right now it hasn't been a monetary thing, um, but more just kind of a relevance thing, staying in front of our fans, staying in front of their eyes and uh, just trying to provide, like I said, entertainment for people. Cause I know that they, they need it right now. People need music and people need dancing and all that sort of thing. So that's what we've yeah. been trying to do. And I love that. I mean, like I, I've definitely been preaching that it's a great opportunity, a great time to be building brand, um, which is exactly what you're doing there. But with that said, I mean, like, did you just have, you just had cash reserves? Did you have like, how, how are you going to, how are you able to like keep paying the bills, man? Well, so I did get a little bit of the PPP funding, which is nice. So, um, again, I have a bunch of DJs that I work with that I've been able to, you know, compensate for kind of the time to come out and everything in in a couple different ways. Um, so, which is pretty exciting. That's been a huge help. Not as much as I would have liked, obviously. I know a lot of business owners are kind of struggling with that and everything as well. Um, but like I said, luckily I have a really good group of guys that are all on the company's mission and they all believe in what we're doing and everything. So, um, they've been willing to step up and kind of help in all these initiatives. So we are looking at taking sponsorships for, I've been working with Elio on a number of uh, like virtual music festivals. We did one yeah. last weekend and yeah, and <laughs> Elio is a lot of fun. Actually yeah. just on the phone. Oh, 
but so, so we're looking at doing another one of those in a couple of weeks that we will be taking sponsorships for um, to try to monetize some of these things. But like I said, really at this point, it's just trying to stay relevant both as a business and all the artists that we've kind of been working on. Very cool. So, and I, I live cheaply as it is, you know, I just spend time here in the beach and this doesn't cost me a lot of money, I guess. So I'm, I'm doing all right. <laughs> So what other kinds of kinds of events are you streaming? Are you are you doing so I'm a I'm a trivia guy. I love I love nightly bar trivia. Are you doing like uh streaming trivia things or is it just like live music or what what other kind of events? We we've been doing a lot of live music and DJ sets. So uh pretty much the bulk or a huge part of my business when we're, we're running is working with the the different bars and restaurants and kind of doing theme nights for them. Um so at couple bars like white buffalo downtown downtown fats a couple of these places we do theme nights anyway so like throwback thursday we'll do and we do a ladies night uh so we've been trying to bring that to our crowd so very very themed dj sets and live streaming those uh trying to target those specific crowds and everything we have not done trivia um there's i know there's a ton of other entities that are doing trivia and everything right now that i'm actually you know hoping to support and all that but we have not done our own and I don't know that that's something I would necessarily venture into. Like I said, is our, uh, our trivia is pretty special in the way that we do it. And a lot of it is the interactivity of being in person and being able to interact with that host. So I'm not sure that it would translate well to, to a Zoom sure. call necessarily. I don't know that anybody misses trivia as much as I do. So I'm, I'm going to be itching, itching to get into some bar trivia as soon as things open back up. But on that, like, I think there's a lot of building anticipation for pretty much everything that has been closed to reopen do you do you expect to hit the ground running do you think there's going to be a boom uh with with higher engagement higher attendance on these events absolutely absolutely and i'm, I'm really excited for it calm we said kind of how you keep going that's one of the things honestly that is keeping me really hopeful is that uh in any industry usually when we have kind of a, a recession like this or some kind of hit like this there's a huge surge after and when you're looking at the events where it's like no one can can go to any events. Uh, Colin, I know you're, you're really social. I mean, you, you, I know I see you around town and all these things. Like I'm sure you got to be itching to get out at this time and, and do something. Oh right? man. So. Dude, it's been funny. Cause like, <laughs> we, I mean, we've mentioned it. We've, we've done, well, we've done one uh, zoom networking event and you know, it's for the podcast. We're like, Oh, like everybody like come and break, grab a beer from your fridge and join us on a Friday. And I, I think we talked about it, but it's, like it was like the deepest I, I kind of appreciated it to be honest like it was like the deepest networking I've ever uh been to <laughs> because you, when you think about it you know you yeah. go to a networking event you're like in a, a group a small group and sometimes it's like it's just some small talk or catching up and that kind of that kind of stuff this was like deep this was deep networking stuff you know, we had we had like I don't know 10 12 people in there and we were oh, wow. You know, we're just in there and like everybody, if somebody was speaking, you were listening. You're not like talking over one another. So, you're, you know, the conversation just got deep. So I, I really, uh, I kind of, I, that's one of the things I kind of hope sticks is like, I hope that I can have some of those like group uh, Zoom networking calls or whatever sure. and have some of those deep, relate, deep conversations. Uh, but, but yes, like I miss, I miss the like socials and the, you know, just just getting out and and mm -hmm. it, it's funny we're talking about like hugging people uh, like El, you know it's, i think it was with, El, was it with elio i was like talking was about like, I don't know, like talking about like hug. i'm like i like I'm, I'm such a hugger man i just like i like to hug people and 
Like, is, is nobody going to want to hug me anymore? I'm going to be so sad. People, you're going to have to just be doing elbow bumps. Yeah, like, dude, yeah. great yeah. seeing no, you. No shaking hands anymore. I know, it's, man. Uh, it's, so. uh, you know, I see it as a challenge, right? So every time something happens and you got to adapt as a business and, and it's, it's challenging, of course. And so I'm just excited to see what's going to kind of stick on the other end of this because I don't think anyone really knows. And yeah. anyone who says they know definitely is lying. So. Um, we're definitely going to try to keep doing virtual things in some capacity because they are working so well now. And I think that even on the other end of this, you're going to want to have some sort of virtual content going on just because of how ingrained it's become in people's lives now. So, and especially like if you were a germ or maybe a germaphobe at the beginning of February, you know, right now you've got to be freaking out even after everything's reopening. So, you know, for all my germaphobes out there, we're definitely going to keep putting, uh, putting music straight in your living room for you. Yeah. That's good. I like, so, man, I, I like that. I, I, I have another question, like on like the trivia front. So today's today's like May sixth. Um, things are beginning to open back up. What is your biggest hurdle for that? Like, as restaurants start to open, is it is it their capacity issues? Is it social distancing? Like, do you do you foresee being able to get in there as soon as things open up, or do you have an idea of like what kind of cleanliness? Like, are you going to be able to do paper and pencil trivia? um and keep things clean or are you just going to put that off until there's not so much of a need to you know worry about sanitization and masks and stuff like that sure. yeah, real quick and for our listening audience it's may 6th the day that we're recording <laughs> right <laughs> uh, that's that's good to point out it's not to confuse people uh i okay, think we're gonna confuse people like <laughs> we can a half two weeks from now and be like what it's may 21st <laughs> uh <laughs> no, nobody knows what day it is anyway so <laughs> yeah it's true it's true it's may 6th and i was like is it uh but i, I think it just kind of goes back to what i was saying earlier like I don't think anyone really knows what's going to happen on the other end of things. I'm thinking about all of the different possibilities and seeing how we can possibly address them. So the paper pencil thing is something that's definitely come to my mind. I don't think that in particular is going to go away, but if it does have to go away, there's a number of things that we can do virtually to have people input their answers that I've been looking into. So like I said earlier, I mean, it's just, it's a challenge. I don't think we're going to know what it's going to look like on the other end and you just got to be ready for whatever arises. Um, that being said, I think the biggest issue is going to be the capacity thing because it's, it's hard to justify, you know, spending money on entertainment when you can only max out at 25% capacity in the building and everyone's got to be a part. So, uh, unfortunately with the entertainment and event industry, you know, we bring people together and that's at the end of end all be all of what we do is trying to bring people together to have a good time. And right now, you know, it's, everyone is having to stay apart. So that's going to be, that's going to be challenging. But I mean, it's like any other challenge. I'm excited for it. I, I love puzzles as a little kid, you know, and I kind of feel like I'm looking at a puzzle right now and I'm just putting the pieces together, but I don't know what the final image is. So, you know, I'm interested to see what that final image is going to look like. Yeah. So, I mean, have you discovered any opportunities through this? You know, is, is there anything that you're working on from an opportunity standpoint? Cause. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. one of the, the big thing that I think is going to come out of this is, is kind of the, Virtual and like I said, we're looking at starting to monetize these these virtual streams that we've done, the virtual music festivals, and these definitely aren't going to go away. So luckily, I have a bunch of bar restaurant partners, clients that I work with. Um, we're going to start doing live streams from those locations as well, and, and live music and all that. Um, same way you're trying to just to help them out with visibility and all that sort of thing. So I'm I'm feeling pretty confident in those. Definitely, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, in terms of the actual like DJing in the clubs and all that sort of thing. You know, I think that when we are able to open up and do it safely, I know people are going to be 
really rearing to go out. So I'm not too worried about that. But definitely, I mean, all those people watching and, and you guys as well, just stay tuned for a lot of virtual events because it's going to be the, with the talent that we have available, you know, it wouldn't make sense to me not to try to push live DJ sets and, and live artists and acoustic sets and all those sort of things. So those will keep coming yeah. and just get bigger and better. I think that's a great opportunity. I mean, especially when things, especially when things get back, I'm like, I'm thinking, man, like, I'll let you come and DJ from New Scooters for Less and do it. Like, do it live, live, live stream. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. You know, and then and then it's like, you know, especially if you have like a network of platforms that it's being streamed on, and mm -hmm. then it's bringing lately attention to New Scooters. For, it's almost like, you know, how radios do live remotes. Sure. Sure. It's, it's something, kind of something in the similar vein is, is what we're trying to do. And, and it is a work in progress, you know, so who knows what it'll end up finally looking like, but right. uh, we're actually potentially slated to do the first one recording on Sunday to drop on Monday or Tuesday next week. So I like, your, I like your analogy of the puzzle. It's like, is this, is this a horse or is it a unicorn? We don't know. <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> right. Putting pieces together and you'll find out eventually. Right. Uh. So does those conversations have to change for you in terms of like the venues um, and people that you work with? Like, I, I don't know how you arrange, you know, splits of profits or gates or anything like that before this, but now like moving into this, as things open up. I, I imagine the conversations are going to be, yeah, yeah, we'll plan this, but you don't know how many people are going to show up. You know, are people going to be hesitant to get back out there um, into the dance parties or club scenes or anything like that? So do you have to retool how you have these conversations or, is it just kind of business as usual on that front? Luckily, a lot of my clients and partners I've felt are kind of in the same boat, you know, is that we provide a lot of good service and we have an extremely talented number of DJs and artists and all that. So um, I think that a lot of the, the clients are excited for us to get back and, and be able to entertain people and draw that crowd in. I don't think that the coming and, and being entertained in person, you know, the trivia nights, all those things are going to go away entirely. They might end up looking a little bit differently, but my prediction is that we're going to go back mostly to normal, you know, as, as has happened after every one of these sort of, uh, sort of outbreaks we've had. And granted, this is kind of the worst one, at least I've seen, but I think, I think things will relatively go back to normal. And okay. in terms of kind of the way I've been approaching it right now, I'm just trying to be a resource for the clients that I do have and all that. And it's really just been making sure that they're okay. I know that entertainment might not be a part of their plan right now because of the capacity limits and all these sort of things we said, but anyway, I can be a resource to them. So that's why we've been trying to discuss planning these sort of live stream things and all that. But it's going to be tough. I mean, until, you know, you can open up 100% capacity or try to have some kind of other revenue stream, it's really tough for bars and restaurants to, to justify spend. Yeah, yeah, it just seems like there's a little bit more certainty whenever, you know, pre-COVID, pre you, you can kind of, I mean, there's always volatility, but you can kind of know how many people might show up to a given mm -hmm. event. But but now it's like, I mean, you've got, you've got the talent that you have to pay. You've got your business that needs to make money. And obviously the venue wants to make money and, and not knowing how many people are going to show up. It's, it's, you know, do, do you charge a, a flat fee for the event or is it a percentage? And, sure. and that's kind of where I, where I'm interested. It, uh, it depends on the, I mean, the kind of event we do, you know, we do so many different things. So for example, what a trivia night looks like in terms of what's we're getting paid for and everything and what, a four or five rapper big concert looks like in ways we're getting paid. You know, there's so many different kinds of ways to do it. Um, on the back end of this, like I said, like it really is just trying to be self-sufficient is what that's made me realize. And especially if places are not going to be able to, to pay for 
entertainment coming in and all that, then that's why I'm trying to look at ways to monetize these live streams on my own end and kind of utilize the network I have so I don't have to necessarily rely on them for payments. But when, you know, when we do a big concert or something like that, usually it's a, it's a gamble as is, you know, there's even when so many events are going on and pre COVID and all that, like you really never know how many people are going to show up to these things. And, and I've done events and every event producer will tell you the same thing is I've done events where it's like 350 people are there and it's phenomenal. And then you've done events where, you know, it's, it's, sub 50 and it's it's not looking as good but you just have to like anything else just kind of keep going and keep trying and, and luckily the longer i've been doing it the numbers of getting more and more consistent across the board that just made me like, trying to make sure i was gonna say i'm just trying to make sure we don't have like a gainesville fire festival or something where no one shows no, up no, no, <laughs> no luckily i've been saying to it and we do a better job advertising and all that you know i don't i don't lie to the ticket holders and all those sort right, of things. right 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 so, um but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely excited to plan our first, what I like doing the most is like the big concerts that we do. Um, so in themed events, we had a Disney Channel rave that was planned for March 20th of this year, which is really unfortunate uh, picking of the date and everything. Um, but, you know, that's, that's really cool. That's one of our flagship events where it's like, hey, we bring a DJ in and we do straight Disney music. So like Hannah Montana and all of the the throwbacks and all that and do awesome crazy dizzy visuals and everything. So uh, that's something I, you know, we're definitely going to do when we get on the other end of this and we're able to do it safely. I had so much like going through my mind while you guys were talking about that. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, uh, first, first, like I was reflecting back to my days of being in a, in a band on stage on like a Wednesday night at like 10, like 10 PM before everybody actually shows up <laughs> and like playing to an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've played in plenty of empty rooms. Trust yeah, me. I, I remember it. I remember those days. And then I'm like thinking, the old Eddie C's. <laughs> Eddie C's. Eddie C. Shout out. Uh, um, and then you know, I'm like thinking to myself, man. I'm like, okay, at 25%, like, do you end up like making blocks like on the floor that are like like taped off, like six six feet apart? Like, there's a dancing block there. There's a dancing. Block there. <laughs> You know, like maybe you can get like the blocks sponsored at that point, and like yeah, well, we'll, this this six foot space sponsored by Woji and V Podcast. Yeah, like how do you yes. like, how do you make that like the coveted dance space and like you know it's almost like creating demand for the dance space at that point. Like sure, I, that's not I, a bad idea. I have that's so many ideas. Like let's yeah. let go. Like this is like when you guys start talking, like all the create all the creative juices start flowing. I'm like, man, we just gotta like make it like high demand to be on the dance floor at this point because there's only so much space. There's only so much I know uh I forget which state it was now, but recently, like earlier this week, maybe yesterday, one of the governors said that they're going back to live concerts as long as they're sticking to all of the the social distancing rules all that and i'm just interested as to what that even looks like i mean because every concert i've been to you know the part of the fun of being in the concert is being in there and there's people I, surrounded yeah. so when you take that away and you know your closest person is six feet away it's way harder to crowd surf when you gotta like, <laughs> yeah. like, six, six feet. like here you go dude like, <laughs> but you want to stretch her and just be passing you along yeah it's gonna, be, it's gonna be much tougher uh you know it's uh, that's what's so kind of it's kind of challenging about this podcast is because I like to like joke and I like to like have fun and like think about think about like what what like like you like what does that realistically look like when things return to normal and then you know and then you know at the same time like I, I 
I want to be sensitive to the fact that there's, there are people who are sick. There are people who are dying. There are, you know, businesses that are failing and like really, you know, going through hard times, which is the whole reason why we're doing it. We, we, sure, we want to bring a level of entertainment, but we really want to help, um, you know, we want to help our community get through this and, and really come out the other side. So, uh, yeah. so to wrap us up, like, you know, what's one piece of advice that you would give to maybe, you know, a business in the event industry or, or maybe just a, just our biz, businesses in general, like last question, like what's, what's, what, sure. what's some advice for them? And then, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. Sure. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of in the, the same boat as you, you know, just interested to see what is on the other end of this and all that. So I guess my advice to any business owner is the same way that I'm trying to look at the situation. And is that if you just view this as an opportunity and, view this, and not just an opportunity, but I mean, this is potentially a once in a lifetime opportunity where you're facing a challenge as a business, as a global pandemic going on, you know, everything shut down. Like, I don't know that I'm going to see this again in my lifetime. So I'm kind of just trying to stay positive and look at it that way and look at the resources that I do have as a business, what I have built and how I can utilize those to move forward. So I think that if people, and I went through my phase, I'm sure everyone went through their phase of like, Oh man, this sucks. You know, we can't do anything, blah, blah. Like it's fine. You go through that and you process it and deal with it. But when you get on the other end of that, as long as you try to remain positive And like I said, just look at what you have built and how you can put those puzzle pieces together in a different image than what you initially thought. Then I think that, you'll will make it through this and you'll be successful is kind of my, my piece of advice. I guess what I would say to people. I love it, man. Good stuff. Well, uh, where can our audience connect with you? Where can they hire your services when things get back to normal? Or- sure. Please do. Please do. We're, we're ready to book again. I'll promise you that. Yes, um, the social media is really the best place to find us. Uh, we're very active on Facebook, Instagram, especially. So both of those are GNV entertainment, nice and easy, just GNV entertainment. Um, we also actually just started a Twitch in, in kind of the, the scene of all this. So we are doing a number of live streaming events there. Um, just trying to bring, you know, dancing and, and good music into all these people's living rooms. So definitely follow us. Uh, we're going to be doing another one at the end of this week, like I said, on Friday, and then be starting our live music concert as well next week. So stay tuned. Like I said, GMV Entertainment, Instagram, Facebook, all your social media channels, Twitch, and we'll have some fun together for sure. Awesome. Mike, final thoughts, man? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm chopping at the bit to get back to trivia. So let me know when those start opening up. <laughs> and hey, if you, if you ever need any help writing trivia questions, I know a guy that can help there, there too. <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be a surge on the other end of this and we'll, you know, I will need that help. And that, that's you know. right. And just let us know how much like the woe GNV block will be on the dance floor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll like I'll sponsor that block. That that'd be that'd be interesting. <laughs> well, well, I'll keep that in mind. I'll have to pass that around to my team because it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. That's yeah, why man. I like talking with people. You know, it's it's you get the juices flowing and all that. So I appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys having me on the show. You know, giving me a chance to kind of yeah, man, all my thoughts and and promote myself. Like oh, I this said, is, this is fun. I, like it, it, I mean, the hard, the hard part about this for me, honestly, is like, I hear you say, I like, talk about like Twitch and I, now I'm like, <laughs> we want to talk about Twitch. Let's, let's just go into a whole nother podcast about like, about Twitch. And like, you know, I'm, I, that's, that's a hard part is like actually trying to keep these a little bit more like shorter and succinct, you know, cause we're putting out, putting them out daily. So we'll have to do it again. We'll have to like hear how, hear how that, uh, how um, that stuff worked out. I'm always ready. I'm always ready, man. So, and I got good Wi-Fi out here on the island. So you let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. That's pretty good. Been excellent. Been excellent. Maybe it's the Elon Musk thing that they've been doing. You it know, must be. 
the, the I, th- I, I, I thought I was just getting abducted by UFOs, but I, 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 a lot of people thought. All right. Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening. This is a lot yeah, of fun. Thank you. And uh, this is the WHOA GNB podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Give us your whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we'll see you later, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs>